0: Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies Talking about
1: cinema Cinema. Welcome everybody, I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film
0: And I'm Dory Zori from 88.9
1: And we are Cinnabuds And this week on Cinnabuds we're talking about Pinocchio Pinocchio You will always be my real boy
0: can really change a person, Pinocchio. What's
1: happening? Pinocchio is the newest Disney uh, output live action slash CG animation, as they do these days. Uh, And uh, we watched it, and we're going to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. I feel like, (laughs) but from my stuttery tone, you can already kind of feel my vibe, but... (laughs)
0: Can, can I tell you, Christopher, I was nervous to watch this film. <laughs> yeah. Because it is from my youth, right? I yeah. Pinocchio I saw when it first came out when I was really, really little. Or maybe I don't know. Wait, what year did the original come out? Do you remember?
1: Uh no. I'm already
0: asking questions. We don't have Oh, it's from the Fort Four is that sorry. sounds right. I didn't watch it when it first came out. Sure. I wasn't born in the forties, yeah. but So many Disney films from that era were problematic, and I was nervous to hear and see it now as an adult in 2022, but I found it to be quite delightful. Did you? I did. Oh, that's good. The message, I found the message just to be about love and believing in yourself and being your true self. And you don't have to change for anyone or be something people want you to be, to be an effective Human, yes, which is weird because we're talking about a puppet. Yeah, but he wants
1: to be an effective human,
0: right?
1: He, he learns to. I will say, so I did not care for it. Okay, but I, I think I, I watched this movie for me, and then I have to think, well, this is for her children.
0: That's why I kept thinking the whole time yeah. too, little little children. Yeah, this is for
1: little children. Some of it is like sickeningly sweet to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then other bits are like more interesting. But the thing is, we've come so far film wise, that you can have a film that's for children that is still captivating to adults. We've done it so many times. So That's where I don't give it that much leeway. Then I'm like, I know this can happen. And I don't think they did it.
0: And I don't think I would have chose to see this if yeah. it wasn't for this segment unless I was with a small child. But I have to say, you know, my nostalgia kicked in as yeah. soon as it started and I forgot about the music part of it and how much I associate to the music and wish upon a star, not only with Disney in general, yeah. but with my grandparents singing oh, yeah, it around yeah. the house when I was little. So that kind of got me right there.
1: Oh, that's good. This is going to be a great episode because we're early in our our partnership and we are going to butt heads a tiny bit mm-hmm. and we're going to test out how that works. So this may be our last episode. We don't know yet. I don't know how it's going to be. I think it's going to be still adorable and sweet. That's my guess. But, but yeah, I had seemingly, maybe not starkly different reaction than you. Actually, I think I had some similar reactions to you, but I just let it into a, a darker place.
0: Ooh. Well, I think we should save these for the full podcast part and make people join us on I our agree. podcast page.
1: I could not agree more. So, everybody, we're going to talk more about this and our very disparate reactions to the film right after this. So stick around. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you
0: through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today.
1: All right.
0: Let's <laughs> dig in. I got my boxing gloves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want me to go
0: first? You go first today. So here's,
1: I'll tell you, here's my problems with it first. There's yes. some stuff I liked about this film. I think overall I would, I felt kind of meh about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but here are my big takeaways. Um... I thought it was too precious. Again, still thinking about it being a movie for kids. Yep. But Pinocchio himself was my least favorite. Because <laughs> he looked, too. as much as I liked the original, from what I remember, I, this did make me want to go back and watch the original again. Um, he looked too much like the original. Like, mm. they didn't change too much. When they show him... I'm like you just took the cartoon and made a, a 3D version. When they didn't do that with the other characters, they mean a little bit, but they they still individualize them. But his voice and the, <laughs> the stuff he says, I just it was like it was like nails on a chalkboard. It was like I I feel good about this. I'm happy, precious. That's what I was getting. So that di- I didn't care for that much. <laughs> and then the musical aspect of it, mm-hmm. which. I feel was like not enough one way or the other.
0: Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
1: Where I thought there was a couple of actual songs or like a half a song here, half a song there. Then there was like, I think Geppetto early on did a nice subtle reference to a song. Like he was singing in his shop, Mm -hmm. a song that could be like, oh, that's like a subtle way to make it into. And I thought that would be cool if they did that throughout. I just felt like it wasn't enough one way or the other.
0: I agree with you too. Uh, Geppetto in the beginning, was oh man Tom Hanks I love him but the last couple of films I saw with him I'm just I don't know why I'm being so harsh yeah first he like kind of ruined the Elvis movie for me a little bit because all oh, I saw was yeah. Fat Bastard instead of <laughs> Colonel Tom Parker and he was cute in Geppetto I guess yeah. his little accent and stuff and yeah. he was lonely and sad and you know his wife and his son weren't around anymore yeah. and so he talks to his cat and his fish and and that was kind of sweet but I did like that he was kind of Almost sounded like he was doing a little bit of poetry, a little bit of songs.
1: Yeah, and I, honestly, his character—I thought—I think there's a good reason for this, but I didn't think many of the char- the main characters, were fle- like fleshed out enough. Mm-hmm. His was at least—you know—his motivations from the right from the beginning. They do a good job being economical and like he misses his son who's gone. You don't know why. It's a little subtle. It's gone. His son's gone. His wife's gone. And you see his sadness. You see all this pathos from him. So you get his motivation. You see a bit of his character. And then, understandably, Pinocchio is a puppet. Wants to be a boy, but he's a puppet, so he can't have a ton of character yet. He's just trying to accumulate information <laughs> that will make him a boy. So I get it a little bit, but it makes him kind of uninteresting in this in this particular film. Uh, the colorful characters that surround him were my favorite. Right,
0: the blue fairy.
1: Yeah, the blue Ooh, fairy was she nice. Beautiful, she how they looked did so that. So cool. Mm-hmm. The visual elements in this movie. W- we're like the best. Agree. I, can I tell you my favorite thing about
0: this movie? Yes, please.
1: The showstopper, the clocks.
0: I was going to say that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The cuckoo clocks that Geppetto made and never yeah. sold. Stewie, want to yeah, yeah. say what it was? I mean, oh, there's a bunch of them. There's but a there bunch some, of them. There was
1: all these great references to Disney films. And I assume just Disney properties that weren't like what you would consider Disney. Because well, I think there was like a Breaking Bad clock. I, I could be making that up. <laughs>
0: Well, the first one that I noticed, one of the first cuckoo clocks that rang was um, Woody from Toy Story. Oh, yeah, that's right. Being yeah. pushed out, which I thought was really cute because Tom Hanks' voices is Woody. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So <laughs> that was really cute. But then there was like a Dumbo clock. Yeah. And uh, the s- Snow White and the, the Seven Snow Dwarfs Snow White was so the cute. best
1: one. Like, mm-hmm. I was, we were genuinely had a conversation like, which of these clocks would you take? The Snow White, because they're all these complicated cuckoo clocks, so like Snow White gets kissed. She lays down then this like clear coffin, like the the translucent glass coffin comes over and then you see it. It's just like really complicated. Yeah,
0: I wanted to rewind and I might go back and watch that again. I love those little kind of Easter eggs that are put in a film, which then gave me a little bit of hope that there could be more little magical moments like that for adults. Yeah, And there were a couple and I feel like there were some fun references to like um, when Jiminy Cricket got trapped under the glass jar. Yeah. Um. He was making a reference before that about the loose gravel, um. Yeah. Maybe causing some damage if it flies off a wagon wheel, and then that was a little foreshadowing to how he got out of the glass oh, jar later. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there were some kind of cute oh, moments in yeah. there that how gave did, nods to the first. What did you think about?
1: It was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket.
0: I was okay with that.
1: Yeah, I was interesting because I saw it. And I was like, "That's a weird. That's a weird choice." But he does a good voice. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't never know it was him unless you look it up. I like the look of Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Again, I didn't think like he didn't. He was just sort of like I pop in and out to help. But you don't hear a lot from him, except for at the beginning. He's really good as like the initial introducer Mm -hmm. of what's happening. But, yeah, I just felt like there's a ton of stuff that did. I just didn't connect to it other than visually. Visually is really cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could maybe put the movie on put on one of your favorite albums yeah grab some popcorn <laughs> and then enjoy it that way Dark
1: Side of the Moon lines <laughs> up perfectly with this Pinocchio I also liked um Keegan Michael Key as oh. the Honest John the fox character yeah. and his like really weird cat sidekick
0: The fun stuff about I like I found myself enjoying that part very much and then watching the cat sidekick because he never said anything, but his reactions to what honest John was saying was really fun. And like little again, fun little precious moments that, you know, if you're kind of tuned out, you might've missed, but I yeah. was enjoying that play back and forth. It was almost like physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They were good. And he looked really good. I like the little kitten. What's the little kitten's name? Oh. I can't remember, but I went nuts about that because it's just someone's you? job was just go make this kitten as cute as possible. Can
0: I tell you what I was bumping on about the kitten? <laughs> yeah. It seemed like the kitten was in the family for a really long time, like before the boy <laughs> oh, passed away. Yeah. But how is that possible? Because it kitten. looked like a kitten.
1: Well, here, I can answer that question. My cat pizza box uh (laughs) is three years old but she's still very tiny
0: okay
1: and uh it's what i tell her every day please don't get bigger because i like you tiny
0: nice
1: uh so maybe it's like that but it was even tinier yeah i know there was one moment too where it looked like (laughs) the cgi or like the cgi was a bit off Mm -hmm. where the cat's supposed to be in gebetto's hand but it looked like half of his body was (laughs) definitely off the tip of the finger's like, I don't think he could stand up like that.
0: <laughs> That's what you're bumping on. I'm
1: questioning the physics of Pinocchio.
0: <laughs> the other thing that I found myself wondering, and I couldn't tell if it was making me angry or happy, is some <laughs> of that. the action when um he was off on the, what was the island called that they went to? Oh, Pleasure Island. Yeah, Pleasure Island. <laughs> I like this. They're setting this up for a brand new ride at Disney.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. And you cannot have a Disney ride called Pleasure Island.
0: No. That's you probably not okay. shouldn't. You probably should should avoid you have that. a pleasure island in a kids movie?
1: <laughs> I know. This is concerning.
0: Or is this more about us? Yeah. That, than I mean, Disney. It's
1: all about us. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because this movie, and I think this original book, is one of those kid stories where it's episodic, where you see these different little adventures that this character has as they journey on. So it's not. There's a bit of a through line, but it's more like here you meet these characters and this happens. You meet these new characters and this happens. Um, so that is always challenging to make a movie where you develop because of that, but it has been done, so it's no excuse. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that just didn't do as well as they did in the like the original nineteen forties version, which I don't, I just recall liking. But you're, it's like one of those things we were talking about. I feel like I need to revisit it.
0: Uh, yeah, because yeah. the what about when he uh, when Pinocchio went into the sideshow? I loved the woman and the puppets. Oh, yeah, that, I
1: did like that. That, was, that subplot was nice.
0: And it was really nice because it was, um, I feel like there were a lot of different characters from different parts of the world yeah. in this movie represented, which was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, which was a, it's a great opportunity for that in this one. There were some really good actors in it. There were some good performances. I just, stuff didn't connect for me Yeah. so much. I had a very meh feel about it. I However, get that. Yeah.
0: But visually, it looked really, really it cool. It looked
1: really cool. The cl- I can't say enough about the clocks. Uh, but yeah, they always they always do a good job with that kind of stuff.
0: The Blue Fairy uh, costume would be really cool at Coachella next year for me, so I'm going to work <laughs> yeah, on that.
1: Yeah, if you're going to Burning Man, really <laughs> check out Pinocchio <laughs> first, because I think you're going to get some sweet ideas. Well, there's also, see, the, one of the reasons I wanted to do this, too, is because there's another Pinocchio coming out. At the end of this year. What? A different, a very different twist.
0: How does that happen? I know. A dis- it has to be Disney, it's right? It's not.
1: No, it very much not. It is Guillermo del Toro's oh. Pinocchio. <laughs> it's almost the opposite. Oh. <laughs> and this one is animated. It's got that stop motion animation like Nightmare Before Christmas, James the Giant Peach style. And I've seen here, I'll show you the, yeah. this, the, one of the images from it.
0: Oh, is it's, that Geppetto? Yes, yeah, Geppetto.
1: And you can see Pinocchio there too.
0: Oh, yeah. It's this a cool looks look. Amazing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Guillermo del Toro, if you're not familiar with his films, tends to be a little darker, a mm-hmm. little fa- definitely f- still in the fairy tale realm, but more in the original fairy tale realm where it's a little darker. But this one is all animated. Pinocchio is very wooden looking in this one, so it's gonna be a very visually different film.
0: Do you think the Geppetto father is going to be a little bit harsher as Pinocchio fails to live up to his expectations? (laughs) Because that seems like that could go that way, and that would be a fun. It would
1: be interesting. I think there. I think the episodes he goes through is gonna be a little more night, a little bit more nightmarish. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: it does say, and this is, I mean, this is as real as you can get. It's, it's takes place during the rise of fascism in Mussolini's Italy.
0: There you go. Enough said.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's not super Disney.
0: This one's for your kids, the other one's for yourself maybe. Yeah,
1: your late teens, Mm -hmm. 20s, and Christopher Pollard. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's been a bunch of Pinocchios. The original one, um, there was some really like classically bad ones. 2019, there was one um, uh, I I don't recall. It was just called Pinocchio, but it had Benizio, no, Roberto Benini was in it. Oh, wow. But then there was a live action Pinocchio where Benini plays Pinocchio, which is a very different version of that. And he's, <laughs> he was an adult man when he did it. So I don't know how that worked out, but there's a lot of Pinocchio films out there.
0: Well, and I was just looking up when you wish upon a star. Yeah. Oh, that song is so iconic. Like when you go to, Disneyland or Disney World, that's the song that's playing when you walk in. Yeah. Like when you, we used to watch Disney movies on Sunday nights, that's the song that plays in yeah, the beginning, in their, opening credits. Yeah,
1: and in their, in their title card that comes up. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference
0: who you are and Yeah, so that's such a, a classic song that Um, Made me really happy. And then I thought Jiminy Cricket had a song that I remember singing a lot with my sister when we were little. Yeah. And I feel like um, that really didn't, we didn't get to hear that full song.
1: Yeah. That's the thing that this movie did is made me feel like I need to go back and revisit it, the original. Because I saw like a scene or two from the original and like heard the song, the iconic song. But yeah, and I need to go back to remember all these
0: details. Well, here's one fun detail. Earth, wind and fire and shining (laughs) star. Uses a lyric from Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cute. There you go. I like that.
1: So did you, would you say overall you liked it?
0: Um, you know, if, if I was, I would show it, I would watch it with my little pals, Gray and West. I wouldn't, you know, um, I tried to get my husband to watch it and he said, please go use the TV in your bedroom. (laughs) watch it so i would watch it again if i was with little kids i will go back and rewatch the cuckoo clock yeah
1: that's a good idea
0: and then maybe match up uh dark side of the moon with the movie once (laughs) try it when there's a night where i need something weird to do someone
1: had to try it originally with wizard of Oz someone had to figure it out and we're going to be the ones to figure it out for this one it's going to be a taylor swift album that goes really well with this or something like something very different
0: yeah i give it like uh two and a half stars out of five
1: Oh, that's generous. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I think, yeah. Should we have our like, own
0: rating system?
1: Yeah, we should. Right. But I have a lot of thoughts on this mm-hmm. because one through five doesn't work for me.
0: Okay. What do you prefer? I like a one, 30?
1: Oddly, I like a one through six.
0: Ooh. Because I
1: feel like when you say we have one through five, I've sorry if you've heard mm-hmm. me talk about this mm-hmm. maybe a hundred times, But when you get a three, Mm -hmm. it's like, is that three genuinely right in the center? Because sometimes when I feel like something's a three, I'm leaning towards bad or leaning towards good.
0: Well, I just gave it a 2.5. So you really don't (laughs) know which way I'm leaning on it. I know.
1: That's what you would. You don't need that. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) absolutely true. All right, Out of six,
0: what would you give it out of six?
1: I would still give it, I think out of a five or six, I'd still give it a two. Gotcha. Because I don't think it's harmful. <laughs> uh, and I liked, you know, there's a few things I liked about it. But yeah, I, don't, I think I'll forget about it pretty quick.
0: And maybe it is really the least popular Disney story for a reason.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it did make me, I have a really nice old edition of the book that has really cool illustrations Ooh. I found last year. Mm-hmm. And it did make me pull it out to like kind of check, like, oh, did that happen? Did that happen? And that makes me want to read it. Okay. Um, I think that'll be fun to do. But
0: Maybe we could follow up next time and you can give me a revisit yeah, like once when you I, get a chance to read it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we'll check in.
0: Better than the book.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. It's time for what else have we been watching?
0: You go first today. Oh, man. Oh, I
1: do know one thing that I've watched that I was very excited about. And... Um, not to plug Milwaukee Film, but this is going to be our member screening uh, this month. It's a film called Everybody, just get ready. I'm about to say the title because it's got a long title. Joyce Carol Oates, A Body in the Service of Mind. So it's about the author Joyce Carol Oates. It is a documentary. It's kind of your standard uh, bio doc where you find out all about them, but I didn't know much about Joyce Carol Oates. She's sort of a blind spot for me, reading-wise, even though she's one of the most prolific American authors there is. Like, her and Stephen King are essentially, like, over a hundred novels they've put out. Which oh my Yeah, goodness. isn't that astounding? I would imagine most authors in their lifetime, fiction authors... That's like three, maybe a 20, year. you know, if you're 20,
0: 25. Yeah. Three or four a year, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. And she's been writing for a really long time. So she's been really putting them out. Um, but she's fascinating. And it really made me think, oh, I need to read these things. And it, she's a really interesting person. So I was excited. I always like it when there's like an author or an artist and they get a cool little. Dig into their life, so that's going to be our member screening this month. So I'm excited for everybody to see that.
0: I'm excited too. Yeah. Um. I just got back from Iceland when this what? episode airs. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I am watching everything about Iceland. Everything about Bjork. Maybe revisit Dancer in listen, the Dark. Yeah, listen look, to Bjork. listen to Sigur <laughs> Ros. Oh yeah, that's right. Everything about Iceland.
1: I am fascinated because I keep hearing about people going there. And also, we have a tradition now, uh, me and my fiancé with her cousin and and his her husband, that is from Iceland. And I don't remember the name of it because I cannot pronounce it and recall it, but we call it Booksmiths. And Booksmiths, it's essentially a tradition in Iceland that you have this exchange of books with your friends and family where you get everyone you know a book and they all get you a book. So you, first of all, you end up with... A ton of different books from people, awesome. and it's interesting to see what people think you would like, or you know that kind of thing. So we do that with the four of us every year now. We've done it like three or four times, and that came from Iceland. And We've got Björk and Sigur Rós.
0: I I can't wait. I hope to get to see the Northern Lights in real life oh, and not yeah. just on my Animal Crossing game from the oh, last couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so again, we'll check back in and update after. I'm going to Iceland tomorrow. So
1: yeah. I also love hearing anyone reference. Animal Crossing now that which I think everyone did during the pandemic and I never thought I would enjoy a game like that
0: guess where I spent New Year's Eve 2021 (laughs) on Animal Crossing Uh, making custom fireworks yeah
1: (laughs) oh this is a lovely discovery at the end of our show Um, thanks everyone for listening we hope you enjoy any movie even if it's not Pinocchio but you might you might enjoy Pinocchio uh, Cinnabuzz is produced by Mr. Nate image Nate 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 <laughs> That's what they say Nate 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 And the Cinnabuds theme song Is by Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Hooray boop, boop. We also get support from our members, both from Radio Milwaukee and from Milwaukee Film. We love you so much. Mm-hmm. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Cinebuds and visit radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And finally, follow us on Instagram at Podcast.
0: Thanks, everybody. You're the best.
1: See you soon.